0: Hi, I'm Ken. And I'm Dee. And this is Antiques Freaks. It's a 100% full octane podcast. We are once again returning to the briny deep of the Sailor's Word Book. An alphabetical digest of nautical terms including some more especially military and scientific but useful to seamen as well as archaisms of early voyages, etc. By the late Admiral W.H. Smith with a Y, published 1867. And we're doing this because, one, we're gay for boats, and two, season two of Our Flag Means Death is streaming now on HBO Max, Get To It. So watch it, and come on this journey with us. But if you would like to understand your pirates better, consider the letter L. Ah, love letter for loving pirates that you love. Beginning with... To lace. Oh, that's probably got something to do with rope for sure. Correct, it means to beat or punish with a rattan or rope's end. It's kind of sexy. Lamb's wool sky. Big fluffy clouds. Correct. It is a collection of white orbicular masses of cloud. Yay. And defined at long last, landlubber. It's someone who loves the land, right? That is what I thought all of my life, but this turned out to be untrue. Oh. It is a useless longshore, a vagrant stroller, applied by sailors to the mass of landsmen, especially those without employment. Oh, okay. Land sharks. (laughs) a guy who gives you a loan, am I right? It's my parents' favorite Saturday Night Live skit. But in the Sailor's Wordbook, it is defined as crimps, pettifogging attorneys, slopmongers, and the canaille infesting the slums of seaport towns. Lawyers got put in there, huh? (laughs) I think what they mean is anybody who would seek to cheat an honest seaman of his money. Oh, okay. That's fair. Make a lane there. Get out of me fucking way. Correct. It is an order for men to open a passage and allow a person to pass through. That one has survived surprisingly intact over the years. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Larbird. That's what you say when you see a bird that you really larve. I larve bird. (laughs) It is the left side of a ship when the spectator's face is towards the bow. The Italians derive starboard from questa borda, this side, and larboard from borda, that side, abbreviated into sta borda and la borda. Oh, okay. Which in English becomes starboard and larboard. Fantastic. I'm so glad Italy came in and fucked that up for us. Thanks. How dare you? Starbird and larboard, is perfectly cromulent, and I will not hear a word against either. I, you know... Except that their resemblance caused so many mistakes that, by order of the Admiralty, Larbird is now thrown overboard and port substituted. Yeah, yeah, well, I was gonna say, it's, like, it's perfectly great and cromulent if you don't have, like, literally any form of speech impediment. <laughs> Or hearing impediment. Now we have simplified it so that one is two syllables and one is one syllable and they sound nothing alike. And would you know it? That cleared up a lot of confusion. That's incredible. I can't believe that worked. Lazy guy. I don't know that this one needed to be defined. A small tackle or rope to prevent the spanker boom from swaying about in fine weather. Now I have a bigger, better question. Is it the question of what is the spanker boom? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Well I can tell you that the spanker is a fore and aft sail, setting with a boom and gaff, frequently called the driver. It is the aftermost sail of a ship or bark. Okay. Which does mean that it would be a legitimate naval order to yell at some guys on a boat to quote, put the lazy guy on the spanker. Hell yeah. Lend us your pound here. Come help me out. Correct. It is a phrase demanding assistance in man weight, (laughs) alluding to the daily allowance of beef. I want some fun piled on a bun. I want some man weight, please. Lime or lemon juice? Right. You're fucking with me now, right? What have I ever in the course of our decades of friendship done that? (laughs) What's the juice of a lime or a lemon which you would take to not get scurvy? Correct. It is a valuable antiscorbutic, included by Act of Parliament in the scale of provisions for semen. It has latterly been so much adulterated that scurvy has increased threefold. Oh to oh <laughs> so in the eighteen sixties they were apparently watering down the lime juice to the point that it was just no longer effective. Which explains a lot about what happened on the Terror. It does. It's great that they took the relatively inexpensive make your face stop bleeding juice and they were like, we don't need this to be fully concentrated. <laughs> <laughs> Live lumber. Uh, that's a tree. <laughs> You'd think, but no. <laughs> it is passengers, ladies, landsmen, cattle, sheep, pigs, and poultry, which I guess are all the same thing to a sailor. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Ish. Lobcock. <laughs> uh is a boy lobster. That is an excellent guess, but alas, it is a lubber, an old term of utter contempt. Lobcock. <laughs> you lobcock. I would feel pretty insulted if someone said that to me, so yeah. Let's bring it back, shall we? Let's bring back lobcock. Lob lully boy. <laughs> is that like the same thing but like smaller? <laughs> diminutive version of the lobcock. Yeah, when he's just a little feller. It's a loblolly boy. It is a man who attends the surgeon and his assistants to summon the sick and attend on them. It's a very cheerful phrase for that. It is, isn't it? Lobster. It's a good animal. A well-known marine crustacean. Also, red coats of old, whence lobster box, a colloquialism for barracks. Oh, yes, that's right. Lobster toad. Well, that's gotta be some kind of frog lobster. (laughs) It is the deep sea crab. The, the only one, yeah. Yeah, it's 1867. I don't know that they're getting down there very often to count. So I think they're under the impression that there is just the one. I'm actually going to guess that what they encountered is probably a slipper lobster. Oh. Because they just sort of look like you'd name them that. <laughs> long togs. Oh, uh, that's when your coat's really long, right? It is landsman's clothes. Oh, Okay. Lubber. Not a landlubber, but merely lubber. Oh, that's when you're a landlubber, but you can also go in a boat, but everyone still hates your ass. Shockingly close. It is an awkward, unseaman-like fellow from a northern word implying a clownish dolt. <laughs> that struck your funny bone, did it? Yeah, that struck me right funny. I, uh... <laughs> A bosun defined them as, quote, fellows fitted with teeth longer than their hair, alluding to their appetites. Oh, all right. I'm really glad you immediately cleared that up. And now that we know what a lubber is, D, what is lubber's hole? <laughs> I mean, sometimes even the best seaman picks the wrong lover, you know? Wow. A lubber lover, if you will. Poetry it is. I'm very good at it. It is the vacant space between the head of a lower mast and the edge of the top, so termed from timid climbers, preferring that as an easier way for getting into the top, rather than trusting themselves to the of shrouds. The term has been used for any cowardly evasion of duty. Okay. So not quite as exciting as we once supposed, but... So it goes. I'll take it. In your heart, the lubber's hole can be whatever you wish. (laughs) I'm not going to stop you. And with that, we conclude the letter L in our journey through the Sailor's Word Book. Stream Our Flag Means Death on HBO Max. Thanks. Especially if you ever want to hear, understand what we're talking about ever again. If you ever want to hear from me again, get me season three. Thanks. Or if you just want to see a man's beefy, meaty chest. If you just like a dude with huge badonka wonka check out Our Flag Means Death, why don't you? Boy, will this deliver. And if you would like to suggest an episode topic or just say hello, you can email us directly at antiquesfreakspodcast at gmail.com. You can post in our Facebook group, Antiques Freaks Friends. You can tag us on Tumblr, .tumblr antiquesfreaks.tumblr.com, or on Instagram at instagram.com slash antiquesfreaks. If you watch Our Flag Means Death and think that the best thing we ever did for you was tell you about uh, men's big meaty chests, feel free to scroll on down to wherever you're listening to this podcast and leaving us a five-star review. i love to see them bounce. Thank you, antiques people. And if you need more antiques freaks in your week, head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash antiques freaks, where every week we read and review a chapter of the Victorian Penny Dreadful Varney the Vampire the Feast of Blood, which is also more nautical than one would suspect from the title. Special thanks to our patrons for paying our hosting fees and filling our hearts with love. So much love. And thank you in particular for listening. That's right, you. Au revoir. Goodbye.